You beautiful, sweet city by the bay. Good morning. Good morning, San Francisco. Hello. What a wet day it is out there. My yeah. goodness. Wet, but at least where we are here at morning. 16th in Valencia, not raining right now. No, no. We got clear, uh, well, not clear skies above us, but, you know, I see some blue above us Whoa. right now. Whoa. See that over there? I do. I do. Yeah, the umbrellas have been put away. They have been. Well, we got, we're walking with them. Hey, good morning. Walking with the umbrellas this morning as folks are moving their ways north, south, east, west, up and down to work, whether that's by boat, ferry, or by boat, by bard, by bike, <laughs> or by two feet. Mm. Uh, however you're getting there today, uh, you know, get cozy. Today's a very cozy morning. Or just don't go anywhere at all. Stay under those covers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Good opportunity to just uh, work from bed today. Not even work from home is too large. <laughs> bed is more appropriately sized. <laughs> W-F-B-W-C-O-T. Work from bed with cat on toes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this? Update that slack status. <laughs> Working from bed with cat on toes. Uh, also, like, get your thickest, coziest socks on today. Absolutely. We're the ones that can brave the weather so you don't have to, yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. We'll tell you what the streets look like. You... Standard those covers. Oh, goodness. Well, we got a great show today. We do. We have a really good show today. We're chatting with San Francisco's, just the one, the only, I'm going to say a name, and if you know him, you're going to say, ah, Jesse Hader. Yeah. Jesse Hader currently is running, he's running the show over at Enterprise Brewing. Mm -hmm. uh, but Jesse is a man of many talents who's been around San Francisco for a number of years. If you've, you've probably been out drinking with him in the mission. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's around town. He's a great guy, and we're excited to be chatting with him about Enterprise Brewing, running a small business, and all things love in San Francisco uh, at around 845. Yeah, it's going to be a great one. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, In the meantime, should we give the folks the weather? Yep. Let them know what the, uh, the Thursday's going to look like? Absolutely. I see everybody walking up right now, the guy that we usually chat with before oh. the show starts. Oh, nice. We're going to chat with them on air a little bit. I know. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, might. This could be the it's, moment. It's unusual. Hey, good morning. Hey, morning. morning. You're uh, good. How are you doing today? Good. No, we're already on this morning. I feel like we usually catch you. <laughs> Anything you'd like to tell the people of San Francisco today? Uh, enjoy the weather. Excellent. Enjoy the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Stay dry. He's too, he smiles too much. It's, it's part of the job, you know? <laughs> cool. We hope you stay dry, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Guys. So nice that we have friends around here now. Absolutely. You yeah, <laughs> see them from across the street and wave. It's great. All right, San Francisco. Currently, it is 51 degrees here in the Mission District. Chilly 51, though. A very feels like 49. It feels like accurate. I've got my jacket zipped all the way up. We see folks with hoods. It's not even raining. Yeah. Uh, looking at a high today of 58. Um, we might actually get a little bit of sun this morning. So the major rains have passed us for a bit. And then we've got some on and off sunshine all the way through 1 o'clock, through the lunch hour. Okay. And then the rain's going to pick up again. Not a big rain, though. Light rain. Light rain. What's Light. the evening commute looking like? Evening commute, uh, 0.02 inches of rain, 60% chance okay. at a 5, 6, and 7 o'clock. So you might get a little rain, but maybe not. You might not avoid it. Too bad. Too. Uh, the big storm comes this Sunday. So mm. Sunday uh, is when it's going to maybe have more rain than we got last night. Ooh. I see blue sky. <gasps> Let's see. Oh, wow. Nice yeah, blue sky's in a big yeah. white cloud up there. Yeah. Beautiful. 
Um, so yeah, looking towards the weekend, a uh, little bit of rain t- today, like we said, a little bit of rain tomorrow. Saturday is supposed to be uh, the day to go out, though, so be sure to do that. Sunrise today was at 7.15 a.m., and the sunset, the magic hour. So today, happy February, by the way. Mm-hmm. We're already in February. What do you wake up and say, rabbit, rabbit, mm-hmm. I believe? Is that mm-hmm. good luck? Uh, that would be 32nd day of the year, so I'm going to guess sunset is at 5.32 p.m. That's very uh, th- th- good Measured, guess. Calculated. But you're wrong. What? 5.33. Oh, yeah. extra minute. Yeah, you're getting an extra minute today. Nice. So enjoy it. Uh, tides are pretty steady this morning. You got a high tide was at 2.50 a.m. this morning, just at five and a half feet. And the low tide is going to be right after our show ends this morning at 9.35 a.m. If you're trying to go out there and catch some meaty clackers. <laughs> Which, uh, spoiler alert, I got some hot tips for how to catch <gasps> some meaty clackers a little bit later in the show. I'm excited. Well, on this, the 63,479th day since the incorporation of San Francisco... <laughs> We broadcast live to you here. You can tweet in at us. You can tweet in at us. You can just come down to 16th and Mission or 16th and Valencia and just holler at us. Mm-hmm. We're right here. Yeah, right here. We're at Rollover Easy on the socials. We're on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Mastodon, mm-hmm. all of those things. So uh, let us know. Where are you drinking coffee this morning? Where are you waking up? And more importantly, how are you staying cozy this morning? Yeah. I want to live vicariously through you. What's the big cozy song you got for the people? What's the big cozy song I got going on for people? The big cozy song. There's like, there's generally one song I'm trying to play when it's when it's outside and it's raining. Little Marvin Gaye for you. All right, San Francisco, be back in a second. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can comprehend You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and get here today Picket lines and picket signs Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see
As the coffee pours, the music fades down, the streets are alive, wet with action and life this morning. The plants crying out to the skies, thankful for the rain water. And San Franciscans everywhere begin their Thursday mornings. Hello, good morning, and welcome again. This is Rollover Easy on BFF.FM, the greatest radio station, the only home of Rollover Easy, except no imitations from now until forever. BFF.FM. Good morning. What a friendly wave and hello. Very big smile on that. It's a great smile. Yeah, Yeah. love it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 enthusiasm (laughs) for saying hello to us this morning. Oh, goodness. Uh, we just poured us some coffee, which seems like the first thing we should do is take a sip of this. Great call. All right. Count of three. San Francisco, get your coffees ready. I I so sincerely hope that people are listening under the covers right now oh, and yeah. sipping some coffee. I hope the cat brought them coffee. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> W-F-H-W-C-O-T. <laughs> Work from home with cat on toes. Count of three. Let's take a sip of coffee. <laughs> One, two, and... Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Woo. Mm. Mm. That is some good coffee this morning. That is morning. good coffee. What is going on? Where did you get this from? 4B. Yeah? Yeah. This is this is good. Uh, an old timer in there, Alex, made it for us. Good morning, Alex. Uh, How long has 4B been around for now? Great question. Are we at the 20-year mark? No, I think we're at least at a dozen years, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ritual might be coming up on 20 years. I think in Ritual is maybe 2006, 2005. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 20's too long for sure. Is Blue Bottle 20 years old? I can still remember the first cup of Blue Bottle I had. <laughs> uh, how old was Muddy Waters just down the street here? They just closed up. Did you see that? I saw one Muddy's closed up earlier, and then the second one I think is for sale. Yeah, I think it's this one that's for yeah, sale. Yeah, it's this one. The one. Yeah. It's you know, Muddy Waters, the gateway to the mission, right? <laughs> you got one on 24th, and you got one on like between seven, 16th and 17th. Mm-hmm. Should um, we buy Muddy Waters? Should we respond to the Craigslist hat? <laughs> should roll over easy. Morning. Uh, question for everyone out there this morning as you're tweeting and tooting in at us. Should roll over easy buy Muddy Waters, the coffee shop? <laughs> $75,000. Yeah, not not bad, not bad. Not bad, not bad. Uh, should we buy the should we buy the coffee shop and take it over? <laughs> what would we do in Muddy Waters that would be different though? Uh, great great question. I have no idea. I don't either. I like the idea of owning a coffee shop, but I really just like going to coffee shops. Absolutely. I don't want to I don't know if I want to see under the hood. 
Yeah, and a coffee shop seems like a tough thing to you know to spend a lot of time and energy and effort on. A lot of love, a lot of care. Uh, good morning. Good morning. I love you guys. Hey, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> Great. That was so nice. What a joy. Also, very bold. No jacket. Yeah. No umbrella. Just like living on the edge. San Franciscan out there just doing it. Just doing the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so should roll over easy by muddy waters. That's the question. All right. Who do you think the first person was to tweet, toot, or say hello to us this morning? Mm, Thomas Rogers. The first person. Oh, you're exactly right. Oh, wait. No, you're. Thomas was the second person. Who's number one? Number one. The first person to say good morning to us this morning. Another hello Hello. goes out to Kalagrog, who says, ready for this? Good morning, Rollover Easy and friends across the airwaves. I hope you all stay as warm and dry as possible today. It's my birthday month, so splurge on all your favorite breakfast pastries this morning. You deserve it. Benry advises staying in for extra snoozes on an extremely soft blanket. Sends in an adorable picture of Benry the dog. Oh, I love it. Nice. Looking good. Ah, uh, and happy birthday month. <laughs> happy birthday month. Happy birthday month to you. Mm. Happy Mm-mm. birthday. Uh, seems like she's really doing the cozy thing. Well, I'm. I'm. I, I cozy approve this message. Cozy approved. Yeah. <laughs> Roll over easy. Stamp of snuggles. <laughs> It's like a stamp of approval, but it will keep your toes warm. Exactly, exactly. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, looking great this morning, Kala, Kayla. Hope you have a wonderful start to your Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Gosh, I'm so envious of a cute dog to snuggle with right now, too. W-F-H-W-D-O-T. You know what that one is? <laughs> the same thing as before, but with the dog on exactly. your toes. Exactly. <laughs> Work from home with dog on toes. <laughs> All right. Hello goes out to Thomas. Thomas Rogers says, good morning. And shout out to all the rainy day commuters making it work. Mm. Trademark. Also looking forward to trying an enterprise brew now that dry January has given way to wet February. Hey, good morning. Uh, wet February. Okay. I didn't even, I had not even put those two things together. Did you have a dry January? No. Dry January is when you don't drink any alcohol, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Did no? you? I had a I had a damp January. Oh, yeah, that's kind of where I was as well. Yeah, yeah damp yeah. January. You know, I had a couple of glasses of wine when I went out to dinner with my sister. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I celebrated with a friend's birthday with uh, a couple of very strong margaritas. Oh, nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, dry dry January, uh, damp January. Damp January. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. nice. I think the strongest drink I had is I had a martini at Zam Zam at Ooh. one point, and that was that was enough to tide me over. You know, even if I was like on a very strong dry January, a <laughs> martini at Zam Zam's would definitely push me over to just uh, abandoning plans. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, good morning, Thomas, to you. Also, hello goes out to Soldrew. Hello. Hello. Soldrew uh, sends in a shot. Nice little pour-over shot here. Looking real good. As uh, he's got that all queued up on his rollover easy mug. Yeah. Uh, Soldier loves to see you using the Rollover Easy Mug. It is a, a good mug for cold weather, you know? The two hands uh, mug hug. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's waiting for you. It is. It absolutely is. Also uh, a good ice cream mug. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a perfect width that I found for um, dipping a cookie into milk. Oh, that's so nice. 
Have you tried soup in it yet? I don't think I've tried soup in it. Uh, no, I've made ramen in it once. Oh, yeah. nice. Like the, the whole thing of ramen fits in there? Uh, this is a ramen that I got. I went on a ramen kick like a year ago. Really? And uh, uh, the lady babe got me a box of, um, I think they were called Tasteful Nudes. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a... <laughs> Like a box of ramen would show up at my house once a month. <laughs> and in that box were ramens of all shapes and sizes. Some were very, very large and some were small. So uh, let me get this straight. You had a monthly ramen subscription called Tasteful Nudes? I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm 90% sure that was the name of it. Um, I have to make a plug then for you. If you have not been to the ramen aisle at Numewa, it is... Um, a site? Yeah, maybe heaven. It might be ramen heaven. There's an unbelievable amount of ramens. I like it. I went in there I'm one on day it. and I was looking for like what was the best ramens. Oh, what a difficult thing to decide in my opinion. It is a difficult what thing is to the decide. Best ramen? But a lot of people on the internet have tried. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. every single one of the recommendations was carried at Numewa. <laughs> so just saying. Excellent. Numewa. Yeah. What an institution. It really is. It's uh, it's the inner Richmond's rainbow. Let, let me just say that. Ooh, the inner Richmond's rainbow. I like it. Not an apples to apples comparison, but mm-hmm. you know, give it to me, please. I've, I will absolutely give it to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, New Maywa. Uh, that's the place where I bought crabs from, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some big old meaty clackers as a hello, hello goes out to Jeff Potzinger. Says, I saw some clackers at Pier 45 before the storm. Can you hear them clacking? You ready mm. for this? Let's turn the volume all the way up on this. Oh. <sighs> this is some great clackers clacking, Jeff. Add that to the soundboard stack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally I should. Yeah. <laughs> Has some good old clackers on there. Uh, okay, Pier 45, the, the clackers are there. You can get a, you can get them right now. Apparently. Head on down. Go pick them up. So that's the hot tip this week is yeah. that you can go down to Pier 45, and this weekend you can buy some big, meaty clackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting thing is they're going to cost you about 10 bucks a pound. Yeah. Most of them are about 2 pounds. So you're paying 20 bucks when you go down to the boat. This is going to cost you a little bit more than if you were to go to, we'll say, the Inner Richmond's Rainbow, New Maywa. We'll say San Francisco's Berkeley Bowl, New Maywa. Yeah. I wonder what that it would be. Probably Rainbow, actually. Yeah. Uh, also, quick update. It is raining, it's now raining. again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're back rain, to rain down here back. on the 16th of yeah. Stay under the covers. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you're going to pay 20 bucks for one of these crabs, but the, the, the benefit, morning. The benefit is that you're going to get these crabs incredibly fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that they're going to be local, and you're just putting you're just putting a twenty dollar bill in the hand of a fisherman. Oh my god! And that just yeah. feels great. Yeah, absolutely. So, highly recommend that you head on down and uh, just go buy crabs. Is this a weekend that everyone buys the Dungeness crab? I mean, it's going to be wet. Uh, yeah, maybe. It, it seems like the time for whatever your seafood stew is. I think you're right. Uh, think this you're right. is it. This is Morning. It. Can I uh, hit you with a great pairing for um, your Dungeness crab? Please. You know how Herb Kane said that uh, fresh crab, crab, a boudin dark loaf, and a California Chardonnay was the quintessential San Francisco meal? Might have that on the soundboard somewhere. Ooh. Yes. Well, I just had a great, it was not a boudin dark baked sourdough loaf, but I had a 10 out of 10 sourdough loaf yesterday. Whoa. Tell me everything. Uh, 
Roslyn Bakery is a like Pacifica institution oh. that was part of the Vacant Vibrant. They're down in the Embarcadero Were Center. Did they do the um, the artichoke bread as well? Ooh, I don't think so. They had an olive bread that the woman behind the counter was like, Rosalind Bakery. Yeah. Vacant to vibrant. On the back side of whatever that hotel is down there, the Hyatt, kind of that last block before you get to the ferry building. Uh, Kind of like where uh, Whack Donuts was? A hundred yards from Whack Donuts. So that was Whack Donuts. Uh, Yeah, I follow you. So, oh, uh, maybe a place where uh, Julie Irving would would tell us us to look up for some wild parrots. Oh, yeah. Right in that area. I know exactly what you're talking about. One time I was there and I saw a falcon chasing rats and pigeons (laughs) that the Embarcadero Center had hired. Oh, um, it was Pac-Man. What? Yeah, that was okay. We're so far away. So wait, wait. Finish the sourdough thing, and then I will tell you all about Pac-Man. The sourdough thing is finished. It was a great loaf of bread. It was a like really, really, really good loaf of sourdough. But I gotta go. Hype. I gotta go uh, check that out. Okay, what's what's Pac-Man? You don't know Pac-Man? I know that there are falcons that we hire, but who is Pac-Man? Pac-Man is like the chief falcon that is hired that chases all of the uh, pigeons away. Looks for looks for small rodents to eat. Yeah, Pac-Man. Um, I have seen him eh, four, five, six times, mostly at Del Norte over in the East Bay mm-hmm. at that BART stop. Uh, but Pac-Man basically has a handler yep. and yep. chills out. Mm-hmm. And then when Pac-Man needs to, Pac-Man will go fly and chase a bird away. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the bird's name, Pac-Man. Get, let's get Pac-Man on the show <laughs> right now. We need Pac-Man. Paging Pac-Man the Hawk. Paging Pac-Man the Hawk. This is very strange. Just very light rain coming down now, but blue skies we can see uh, just to the southeast, southwest of uh, of Manny's. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking over the corner of 16th and Valencia. Look at this guy. Uh, short sleeve shirt out in the rain, corded headphones on, and then right behind him an individual who looks like they're getting ready for a torrential downpour <laughs> with the rain pants, the rain jacket, the helmet, the gloves. You get the full spectrum out here. I love it. Uh, you know what I really love seeing this morning? There are people who have rain outfits that they have been waiting oh, to put on. Definitely. Like, there's the style vibes are high Did on you, folks out here. I, there was a jacket that really caught my I eye. Know exactly the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it belonged in a movie. Absolutely. Yes. 100% agree with you. Oh. So, this is the day. You got some great uh, winter wear, some uh, rain wear. Pull it on out. If that guy comes back, we got to yell at him. We gotta, Absolutely. We got to say, tell I, us about I have this. no doubt we're talking to the same person. <laughs> Incredible winter jacket. Yeah, it's the time. It's the season. Pull out that winter jacket. Are you a winter jacket? Are you an umbrella? Or are you um, are you uh, keep the backpack dry and go into the office wearing shorts and sandals? Because when you <laughs> get to the office, you change with the clothes in the backpack. Yeah. You see this? This jacket that I'm wearing? I do. This is it. Ooh, yeah. I'm just, just jacket. I'm just like a, a very much, I love a rain jacket. Good morning. Morning, early bird. It's Koya. <gasps> your Groundhog Day supplies. <gasps> oh. Well, hello. Oh. Didn't Good. you? Uh, I'm a day early. Okay. <laughs> that Groundhog Day is tomorrow? It's tomorrow, but I need some coffee. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah have a sip you. with us. Yeah. Uh, r- share with us your name, please. I'm Barbara. You can call me Berkeley Barb. Berkeley, Berkeley Barb. Barb, yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Berkeley Barbas. Here's your spicy groundhogs. Oh my goodness. No groundhogs are hard. <laughs> this is incredible. You got to get a photo of these. <laughs> Here's your bling. Oh, oh wow. Barb. Thank you very Berkeley much. Berkeley Barb. Oh, 
thing that I do. Yeah, I got it. Oh. San Francisco needs to know about the biggest Groundhog Day party. You are you're a Groundhog's Groundhog Day enthusiast, I would say. Yeah. Can we take I, a sip of coffee together absolutely. real quick? Well, this is Please. Cheers, Berkeley cheers. Barb. Cheers. All right, one, two, and. Mm. Oh. You know, when I'm walking around, I don't have my mug. I'm the person that goes. Air. So we've got Groundhog's Day coming up tomorrow. Groundhog Day. S- singular, singular. Not plural. Singular, in fact. Oh, oh wow. I'm a little early. <laughs> I love it. This says, uh, hey, is guys, there's no yes. S in Groundhog Day. <laughs> this is how they speak in Western Pennsylvania. It's. I was there. So the origin of my knowledge about Groundhog Day is because Every year, my mother would say, oh, February 2nd, Gloria and Bob Bartunek's wedding anniversary. She was the maid of honor, and I was a fetus at the wedding, apparently. This was her best friend. <laughs> so I lived in Pennsylvania, in Pittsburgh, for a year, and it's close to Punxsutawney, which is the highest elevation on Highway 80 east of the Sierra. Interesting. Good fact. So we went there for Groundhog Day because I was there. And uh, it's insane. They decorate the whole town. It's like one block long. And the Chamber of Commerce is the souvenir store. (laughs) (laughs) So every year I get stuff and, you know, kids help me make tons of cookies. These are great. And you have a groundhog mold that you use for the cookies? Yes, it comes with the recipe. I'm going to eat one right now. I'm I'm going straight in. They're really good dunked. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Believe that. Um, And then you can try it naked and then you can dunk it. Then you also gave us these... Uh, decorate them. Oh, yeah. Mm. These great necklaces. This is a, a beaded necklace, and it's got fill on it. Yep. Let's put this on. Uh, I'm wearing a necklace. necklace. You want me to open that for you? So I have hands. So what's going on it. this morning? Just trying to stay dry as best we can. Uh, we're chatting with Jesse Hader from Enterprise Brewing a little bit later today. Okay. Jesse makes some great beer. Good, good. And uh, just you Are know, you reading get good drunk news. again this morning. I don't know. We did that one time, like eight years ago. We went on a bar crawl at six a.m. Gino and Carlos to Aces over to uh, over to Clooney's was our final stop. You look marvelous, darling. I'm gonna wear this all day. <laughs> and tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are you going to? Uh, how are you celebrating Groundhog Day tomorrow? Well, um, I actually am buying, I have about 50 people coming over to the house to eat the hundreds of cookies that I made with the kids. <laughs> You're having a party. I'm having a party. <laughs> it's a Groundhog Day party, and it's all things Groundhog and Punxsutawney all day. Yeah. Punxsutawney Phil. It's probably the biggest East Bay Groundhog Day party. Some people say it might be the biggest one in Northern California. Wait, what's the biggest one in SF? Like, who's your rival? I think, I think we're standing right next to the champ of Groundhog Day parties right here. I'm it, I think. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm for Groundhog Day. It's pretty silly. Yeah. yeah. It's a great holiday. Yeah. Are there any Are there any other um, holidays that capture your imagination in a similar way? There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, are you kidding? This is it. This is the blowout. I do this, and then, you know, I go back in my borough. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you hope the 50-plus people that are showing up at your house tomorrow, what do you hope they take away from oh, Groundhog you know, Day? 
all of the stuff, the crap that I get from Bugsatani <laughs> put in little bags. So, they've, you know, every year there's new stuff. So there's pencils and, you know, we just have fun. People get together once a year. And I guess during uh, lockdown, I had it on the front yard so people could come by and get bags. I mean, we still need cookies. You know, cookies. Cook, you got it. Oh, cookies yeah. are really good. I know, I got to <laughs> I'm in. going to town on them. Yeah. And, you know, people decorate them. I found edible eyeballs, so they get really rambunctious. Yep. And uh, for those, uh, you know, help refresh our memory, if uh, Phil comes up and sees his shadow, that differs from not seeing a shadow? Well, supposedly, I forget. People are going to be pissed at me. I should know this. It's the crab. It's so crabbing it's, season comes early, or the sourdough's exactly, out of the right. sourdough's out of the oven. If and he sees his shadow, back to Oakland, you know. There we go. Yeah. There, we go. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So he he sees his shadow, and it's an early spring, or he doesn't see his shadow, and there's six more weeks of winter. But it's basically spring isn't for another six weeks, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an excuse for them to be happier because it's often very cold and <laughs> snowy and awful but the town i mean the town is, is nuts they decorate people walk up to gobbler's knob across from the gun rifle range sure and they have this burrow what's well, a stump of wood and they put the groundhog in the night before and then they viciously pull him out <laughs> <laughs> what a journey this groundhog has. But, well, he gets a good life. He and his wife, Phyllis, live in the zoo, which is not Groundhog Day, <laughs> which is a corner of the library with a bunch of straw. Wow. It's nuts. Wow. Yeah. So this groundhog lives in, a, lives in the library, and then one day a year is brought out to immense fanfare. Yes. Uh, people are celebrating. There's cookies are consumed. thousands of people. 20,000 people show up. 20,000 people? Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. No, it seems great. It's it's a, yeah. <laughs> Five in the morning, they pull him out. And apparently one year, they put him in the night before, and there wasn't anything in there. It was insulated, and it got cold, and he died. Oh! Oh, my oh. God. Terror. Havoc. So they went down to the souvenir shop, the Chamber of Commerce, and they got a stuffed one. And, they- <laughs> <laughs> and kids got off school and they flew flags at half mast. <laughs> I, I know too much more about I know too much about Punxsutawney than anybody outside of that area should. Oh. <laughs> I love this. This is such a wonderful thing to know so much about. Yeah. San Francisco falling a little bit more in love with the city and learning something every show. That's right. You've learned something today. I am inspired. Well, absolutely. So how do you suggest uh, if, if, by the way, my wife, uh, text in all caps, how do we get invited to this party? (laughs) If you're not going to the party, how do you recommend people celebrate tomorrow? How do they watch? What do they do? Um. I'll give you my address. You guys can come. <laughs> Kids are welcome. It's very kid-friendly. Uh, you know, I don't know. You just have to get some swag from Punksy next year mm-hmm. and go for it. And then is it live-streamed? Is the event on the internet? <laughs> can, can people watch it? Oh, on the- uh, from Punxsutawney? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can watch it. And it's, it's these men, and they wear these top hats. And I guess it used to be, you know based in something where the men would go off into the woods 
and get drunk probably because they had cabin feeder fever. Yeah. So then they turned it into, so oh, we found the groundhog and let's see what it's <laughs> Yeah, who knows what kind of mythology they developed to uh, promote their own craziness. But they have a shadow cake, so you can make a cake huh. and you put a cookie, groundhog mm-hmm. cookie, and you make a shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the other foods? Well, we have pizza because, you know, it's pizza. And people bring stuff and stand around and we don't have games. We don't pull any groundhogs out of anything. It's just, you know, activities. I love it. Uh, a toot came in from Thomas. Thomas says, Berkeley Barb is an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. It means so much from your loyal listeners. Barb, we <laughs> think you're an all-star as well. This is, this is so wonderful to chat with you and learn all about Groundhog Day. Well, I'm glad I could help you guys expand and your knowledge. The you really did this the morning. I, yeah, I'm, I'm expanded. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I'm going to have a great Groundhog Day tomorrow. I'm watching the movie if I, if I don't end up at the party. Oh, I was there, actually. They started filming the movie two weeks after we were there. And the movie, they filmed part of it in Punxsutawney. So you see, like, the corner of the library slash zoo. <laughs> and the Pantal Hotel features in it, which is right next door to the library slash zoo. And, uh... Yeah, the movie is a little bit about Phil, but it's you know about more deep and wonderful things. It's a very, it's a really sweet movie. It is a sweet movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Sequoia here loves movies, so I actually oh, have. Right, yeah. I think I've seen this one, but I. This is with Bill Murray, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and keeps waking up day Andy after McDowell. day after day. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's a classic. Got to put it in the queue. I bet... Uh, That's a long, long queue from what I understand. It's <laughs> a very long queue, Barb. It's true. <laughs> oh, goodness. But uh, we will watch the movie. We will watch the live stream. We will uh, dance around the streets with our uh, Puxatani Phil necklaces and yeah. enjoy some delicious cookies. Good. All right. Thank you for the coffee. I didn't. I just hopped out of bed and... Came on over. I'm Barb, so glad you came. <laughs> Total all-star. Thank yeah. you so much for educating Thank us this morning and for everything. And good to meet you and good to see you. And, you know, keep up the caffeine. Keep caffeinated. We will. Can I top you off before you go? Yeah. <laughs> good call. Oh, I was in Pittsburgh. People were sending me coffee because they didn't have coffee when I was in the dark ages of 91. <laughs> there was like one Italian place that had good coffee. So people would send me coffee. It was just really awful. <laughs> what is life without coffee? I I don't want to I don't want to know it. It's, no, we don't want to know. It's a it's a big headache that just goes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that stuff going on. What else? It's just the regular. Uh, well, we were just talking earlier about uh, it's crab season now, right? Yeah. Uh, so getting some good meaty clackers. Mm. Heading on down, you go down to Pier Forty Five and just hand a fisherman a twenty dollar bill and they'll give you a crab. Isn't that yeah. a great deal? It's a wonderful deal. Yeah. To get my lazy friends to go on down and <laughs> Have them pick it up. Bring a cooler with you as well, because you don't want to just uh, try to take one with your hands home. I guess you could, but it'd be challenging. Oh, be I wouldn't want to do that, yeah. And then a big bag of ice or something. Like exactly, yeah, a yeah. big bag of ice. The nice thing is that so many of the crabs, you're, you're paying a little bit more down there, but they're very fresh crabs. Yeah. You know they were just caught. Mm-hmm. Okay. A uh, friend of mine, friend of the program, Valerie Lou, called me last week, and she goes, hey, just got given some free crabs, and the person that I'm with wants to know the most humane way to kill them. 
And we were trying to figure it out, and we could not. Things as as wild as a taser were brought up. Yeah. And I said, I don't think taser's the way. <laughs> I don't think no. taser. <laughs> no. I got to say, just probably boiling water. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. But if anyone knows, I'll pass it along to Valerie. And if they feel, just close your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Barb. Thanks, Berkeley Barb. Thanks, See ya. See All-star. That was amazing. Champion. You got to try one of these cookies. Yeah, yeah, hand me one. Get get on in there. So, did you take a picture of these? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. These are, they're ground cookies that look like ground dogs. (laughs) I don't know what to say. It's getting dunked in the coffee. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, I'm sharing sharing a couple pictures here for for folks to see. So, uh. Berkeley Barb, what a champ. (laughs) Yeah, that, oh my gosh. I'm I'm riding high now. Absolutely. I'm gonna wear this uh, all day today and tomorrow. This necklace. Yeah, I'm just getting it squared away so the so Phil is facing outward. So this, did you get a picture of the necklace? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, this is incredible. I, I I want the people to see what we're what we're dealing with here. I loved her shirt too. Shirt was was great. On point. Are you going to the party? You gotta go. Yeah, to the definitely. Party. Right. Uh, this also came through uh, Berkeley Bar messaged us. You can text us. Four one five five seven eight zero five 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 is the number to call. Four and five five seven eight zero five five five. You text in, say hello. That's how you can get a hold of us. Um, also at Rollover Easy on social. Also Sixteenth and Valencia. <laughs> also we'll see you at Berkeley Barb's party. <laughs> Berkeley Barb. Uh, I think uh, Berkeley Barb ran into John Boyles a number of years ago, oh. while John was wearing a. Rollover Easy shirt, I think, or a uh-huh, guac off uh-huh, shirt. Yeah. And she was like, I'm listening to that right now. I think that's a Berkeley Barb story from several years back. What a small world this is. Morning, y'all. Hey, hey. Absolutely love it. Mm. Mm. Good cookie, right? Good cookie. Yeah. Really good cookie. <laughs> Whoa. Almost lost there for a sec. All right, who, uh, who do you think is uh, hanging out with us, tweeting, tweeting I got to say, Claire says, good morning, uh, Rollover Easy. More importantly, though, Berkeley Barb is my new favorite person. <laughs> us, too. Yeah. Um, and hello. Good morning goes out to Phil. Hello. Phil says, good rainy morning, El Cerrito. Sipping coffee and watching my lawn take a big old sip of H2O. Hitting the play on this. Phil sends in a beautiful, what looks to be El Cerrito morning as uh, raindrops keep falling on his deck and down to the plants below. Looking great down there, Phil. Hello to you. To you, Kat, and Cleo. And uh, Soldier tips us a sort of a cheers of a dry martini January. Mm. Which I like that. Dry martini January. <laughs> I do dry January every year. Just only dry martinis. Only dry martinis. And Catherine, hello, hello. says, good morning. I'm having the best coffee this morning. Whoa. If you haven't been to Motown and Mimosas at Feinstein's in the Hotel Nico, get your life together. Really? So check this out. So she's drinking some Grafeo. Uh-huh. Grafeo coffee. It's a dark roast. And then sends in some shots of what appears to be a great mimosa brunch. And uh, again, if you haven't been to Motown and Mimosas at Feinstein's in the Hotel Nico, get your life together. What's the Hotel Nico? Uh, I was just looking that up. Hotel Nico is down in Union Square, just off of Powell at O'Farrell. Nice. You've been by it a hundred times. Get on, get on in there. And I'm guessing Feinstein's is the restaurant within it. I'm a, I'm a club within that it as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, are we on the verge of this town having a good hotel game? Because I went to a hotel yesterday to work from a lobby for, uh, you know, just an hour, killing a little time in the rain. Yeah. It was popping. The answer to your question is yes, because I'm looking at this from Feinstein's and uh, Hotel Nico. It looks great. Uh, okay. All right, I'm excited. Uh, so, out. what was your your uh, you were down there for a meeting? How was it? Oh, I wasn't down in Union Square. I was in um, close to the Embarcadero Center near Roslyn Bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, a new hotel there just off the Embarcadero Center. I don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but it was busy. It was very very nice in there. So, um, love you know, it. Downtown hotel is a good place to pop in for a cocktail, a mimosa, get a little work done. Uh, we but we haven't in my mind had a very strong. Locals go to hotels culture. I agree with you. Uh, but maybe that's changing. I hope so. Um, you know, I think about, and uh, when I travel to places, I generally more often will stay in hotels. New Orleans has a good mm. hotel culture where people will go into some of these hotel bars. Yeah. And they meet up there. They hang out there. Yeah. New York as well. You go to New York and your New yeah. York friends will say like, oh, we're going to go to this hotel, this bar, whatever. Uh, and it's a good time. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's a, maybe that's the play. Do we have any? This is going to sound maybe like a uh, strange statement, but any small business large hotels we could go and visit? Small business large hotels. What do so you mean? I'm saying like you've got your Hiltons and your Hyatts of the oh, world and yeah. your Marriotts. Are there locally owned hotels that we should be going to to mm. drink at the bars, to have food, you know, to like maybe like Hotel Nico, enjoy a nice. This brunch looks. I can't. I'm keep coming back to this. <laughs> looks incredible. Motown and Mimosas. Uh, I think maybe like the Hotel Phoenix and the TL. Phoenix is a good one. What's the one on Lombard that has the pool that people go to? People from BFF used to go there once a year. Ooh, I thought there's one on Lombard with the pool, and uh, Ben, I think Ben Russo used to organize a crew of people to go there for one day. Yeah, I went to uh, one. I went to one out in the outer outer sunset, the Ocean View Motel that had a good hot tub. Uh, that was pretty nice. Um, yeah. Catherine says, this cookie's so good. It's so good. Fine Science is a small cabaret theater and inside of the Hotel Nico. They have a great range of great performances. Huh. Nice. Um, you know what else just opened up in a hotel? The Starlight Room is reopening. I so saw this. If you want to go to the top of Union Square, get a view for all around, uh, it's, it's, it's back. I love the Starlight Room. Yeah. I had a holiday party there maybe a decade ago. Mm, really enjoyed for it. A holiday party. It's so good. Yeah. It's so very good. Um, mm-hmm. It's unique. It's different. It's a little weird. You're going to pay a couple bucks more for drinks. You're going to get a beautiful view of downtown. And then when you leave, you're just in downtown San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I, I know where I'm going this weekend after Berkeley Barb's party. I'm going to the Starlight <laughs> Room, going to Feinstein's. Absolutely. I'm getting after it. <laughs> Hello goes out to Claire and Posey this morning. Uh, Claire's in a great shot of Posey coming either snuggling in or snuggling out of the blankets as, as Posey recommends blankets today. And then we got a toot in from Squirrelfish. Squeefish says Rose, Rose the dog, is agreeing with blankets and not getting out of bed and sends in a great, great action shot of a dog cuddling. <laughs> Yes, again, stay in bed this morning. The rain Definitely. has stopped, but that does not mean you need to get out from under the covers. Yeah, so uh, looking out over the sky, I see blue skies over the oh, mission yeah, right now, yeah. over chunks of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you're right, the rain has stopped. People are walking around, moving to and from wherever it is that they may be going. And just a bold crew of folks without any sort of jacket. I love it. Just I love it. Live it living wildly. 
Oh, goodness. Kind of reminds me of we were chatting the other week with Ildico from mm -hmm. Sutro Stewards. Oh, what a great conversation. That was so fantastic. You know, it really gave me an appreciation for Sutro in a way that I haven't fully realized before. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything from understanding what planting native plants looks like to rehabilitation efforts to even the empathy that she described for people who really, really love eucalyptus trees and how that interaction is played out. Yeah. I found it to be fascinating and, again, give, gives me a new perspective on Sutro Tower that I don't, or excuse me, Sutro Stewards and the hill that it resides on that I don't think I had before. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't recommend their wildflower tours enough. They're very, very, very fun tours. Love it. Um, sign up for their mailing list. You know what she said that really stuck with me? Hmm. She said a phrase that I have been repeating in my head for the last week, which was, it's part of the yes. Mm. And what she meant by that was that there's so many things that we're told like, oh, no, don't don't be doing this, right? Yeah. Don't be using plastic bags. Don't be doing X, Y, Z. But she's like, it's also just important to figure out what the uh, opposite of that is. What is part of the yes? Um, she's talking about how the work at Sutra Stewards is part of that. And so find your own part of the yes this week. I love that. Yeah. Also, get involved with the board. Get involved. Oh. Go volunteer. Join a board. <laughs> we'll never not be on that tirade. We might even do a board match here at Manny's. We've, we've we, talked about it. We did. We, we Let us know what you think of this idea, an episode where we just invite a bunch of nonprofits that want to have board members, and uh, then we just interview them and have them. You can join a board. Yeah. You can come here on a Thursday morning, and by the end of the day, you can maybe be on a board. Love it. You got to get voted in. You usually got to attend yeah, a meeting or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it's, part it, of the responsibilities. It won't happen immediately, but you'll go down the path very clearly. It just starts by sending an email or a hello and saying, hey, I like what you're up to. Can I learn some more? I'm yep. interested in becoming a board member. Every board I have ever been on has been looking for more board members. I was having a conversation with coworkers about this recently, and they're like, yeah, but I don't know. You know, do they actually want me? And I was like, every board wants an email saying I'm interested in joining the board. Every board. Every single board. Not a single board is like, I wish nah. I didn't. No, I don't, nah. I don't want yeah. to even know about this. So consider it. Yeah. Um, can I give you a couple of hellos coming in from uh, the other side? Sure. All right. Good morning to Samwise says, good morning from a rainy Petrero Hill. Just dropping in to recommend a book I just finished, California, A History, by the former state librarian Kevin Starr. Rest in peace. Hmm. If you somehow missed it when it was published in 2005, give it a read. It's worth your time. And sends in a really cool mug of the National Police Service Directorate of Criminal Investigation. Cool. Uh, Sam, this is reminding me that I'm overdue to follow up with you. So uh, I will make up for my tardiness in following up with you by giving you a book recommendation. I got, I got one for you, Sequoia. Are you ready for this? I love book recommendations. I love book recommendations about the Bay, especially by local authors. And do you remember there was a season where um, the skies got a little smoky? Mm-hmm. And we said, oh, we're, we're living through something right now, right? Mm -hmm. Ever since that time, similarly to how I'm waiting for a book on how Oakland has lost all ten of its all of its sports teams in a 10-year span, yeah. it's like we're living through something, right? Morning. I think I have found the book on living through the fires huh. of the last couple of years that is just a gorgeous book called The Last Fire Season. Hmm. Um, if you haven't uh, had this pop up on your radar yet, someone will likely say, oh, that's a great book. And I'm here to tell you, Sam, believe the hype. 
The last fire season. The last fire season. Yeah, it's a real good one. I'll give it a. I'll give it a nine. I'll uh, order it from Green Apple. Yeah, you can borrow my copy when uh, when I'm done with it. And thank you to uh, Jay Beeman for loaning it to me. Nice. Uh, good morning. Also goes out to Paul Valdez who says, "Happy Rainuary." Roll over easy. Miles following the fiery, cozyfied vibe tribe. Ooh, I love it. Looking good. Uh, Really love that Paul Valdez has a fireplace. We talk about this, I think, every time it it (laughs) rains. Where is your go-to fireplace uh, establishment? Paul Valdez's house. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You know, my go-to, I don't think I have a good go-to fire fire pit place, to be perfectly frank. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the one that's down in Glen Park, right next to Gina Lina's. I think it's bus, not bus stop. It's, um, it could be bus stop, the name of the bar. I I don't think it's bus stop, though. Hmm. Someone is typing furiously right now. It's in downtown Glen Park, and uh, I can see the sign. It's a yellow sign. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they've got a big fireplace, uh, and they let that thing rip when it gets cold out, which is very nice. Mm -hmm. Do you have a fireplace you're uh, fond of these days? I just discovered a new one the other day, which is why I bring this up. A Heritage Bar and Restaurant in God's Greatest Neighborhood, the Inner Richmond. Morning. Uh, I just looked in there the other day, and there was a rip-roaring fire happening in the back of the fireplace that I had not even noticed before. Love it. So they've also got the Mallard's Burger pop-up on Tuesdays, which is supposed to be the burger in town right now. Mallard's. Mallard's. I think it's, like, intentionally misspelled, but every Tuesday at Heritage, you might get a great burger and a warm fire. Where's Heritage? Uh, It is on Clement Street between 8th and 9th. Nice. Right across from New Maywah. Inner Richmond keeps giving. Keeps on giving. Uh, good morning also goes out to Al Holly. Go slow, yo. Says, morning rollover easy, BFF and Sutro Tower. Another <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible day in San Francisco with a gorgeous, gorgeous shot of Sutro just peeking out. I love it. I love it. I can take this next one if you'd like. Hit me. I got a classic, just another one. Hello goes out to Lisa Amand. Anticipating days of rain in the Central Valley, too. Tea time, beer time with our favorite Enterprise reporters, Roll Over Easy. Did someone just say, I love you guys? Second that emotion as we gaze at night by the museum. Night at the museum by B. Hutch. Oh, Lisa, what what lovely words. There's so much great wordplay that I don't think I did justice in reading it. And we're going to retweet this one. You should definitely read it. There's some gems in there. Uh, a great Hutch piece as well. This is a gorgeous-looking one. I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Lisa, fantastic with the words. Hutch, fantastic with the pen, with the paper, with the paint. Mm. Uh, and Paul Valdez chimes in with a hot fireplace recommendation. Hotel Carlton on Sutter Street. Ooh, I like it. I have no idea about this one. Is this is this part of the hotel renaissance, Paul? Paul... Let us know. Lead us to the promised land with the hotel renaissance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and a text message from an anonymous number comes in. Love it. Speaking of seasons, Season of the Witch by David Talbot is a must-read. Classic. For San Franciscans. Uh, I think that one was also the city's book of the year at one point, which means there are yeah. 97 copies at your <laughs> local library. <laughs> uh, and speaking of libraries, this is a wild one. Are you ready for this? Hit me. I'd recommend bracing yourself against okay, this table. Okay, let me, uh, okay, <laughs> knees refreshingly bent, legs shoulder width apart. Okay, I'm ready. Sam tells us that there's a fireplace inside the Merced Branch Library. What? 
we have a library with a fireplace in it? I had no idea. Whoa, an absolute gem. Wow, where's the Merced? So I'm guessing that's just down by Lake Merced? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Merced Branch. Winston Drive. Oh, yeah, right across from Stonestown. Nice. Nice. There's a uh, Shake Shack at Stonestown, too? Oh, my God. Stonestown has a lot going on. Um, oh you know, goodness. I think they've, they've been through a lot of turmoil. They had a lot of changeover. Remember they had a Barnes and Noble there, and then that pivoted to something else. Yeah. It used to be my Trader Joe's for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going on. So I'm actually going to look this up. Catherine says, GPS like Glen Park Station? It is. That is exactly Glen the name of the bar. Park. It's the Glen Park Station. Bus stop is a is a like an understandable alternative name. There. Station, Glen Park, yes. Yeah. Uh, but Catherine, thank you very much, and that's exactly right. The Glen Park Station is the name of the bar with the fireplace that I was referring to. Oh, gosh. Uh, can I hit you with some good news? Please. So, have you heard that San Francisco is getting a professional women's soccer team called Bay FC? What? I did not hear Bay this. Bay Football Club. I love this. Uh, inaugural season kicking off in March with their first home game taking place at the end of March on the 30th. 26 regular games, which regular season games, which means maybe 13, 14, 12, something around there, will be played at AT&T Park or whatever it's called now. What's it called now? Uh, Oracle. Oracle Park. It's Oracle now? Yeah. yeah. Changes all the time. <laughs> uh, actually, I think that's where they're playing. Is that where they're playing? Uh, Just double check that. Uh, pay- no, no, they're playing. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. In Dallas, it's at. Oh, no, wait, PayPal Park. Pay- PayPal, PayPal Park. Park. What? Uh, pro soccer, pro women's soccer. I love this. PayPal Park is down in San Jose. Whoa. So that's where they're playing. That's okay. where the Bay FC is playing. Hop on that Caltrain. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, you can go ahead and sign up to buy uh, season tickets if you want. Single game tickets. I try to get us some single game tickets because it's like, sounds like a great thing. Yeah. Not available yet. Will be soon. But uh, check out this logo. Can you see this real quick? Ooh. Look at how hard this thing goes. We got the word Bay in Old English, and then FC next to it, and then the B in Bay has a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge, sort of baked into the B. Yeah, you know they saw the uh, Muni sponsorship by <laughs> our other local team here, and they were like, "Yo, we got to up our game." Absolutely. Send it back to the drawing board and come back with something that is in the ballpark of how good this Muni jersey is. Uh, we're looking for a morning. For a bombastic, I'm trying to come up with more B alliterations <laughs> to give you a good lead in here. Looking for a bombastic ballin, ball oriented sports team <laughs> in the Bay. But does that hold a candle to another B alliteration? I think you want to say. <laughs> pull it up, pull it up. I know you are. All right. What news did? What news crossed your plate this week? I told you I was so excited to say this phrase earlier this week, and so thank you for giving me this opportunity. I tried. I fumbled the bag. No, no, no. I fumbled the bag. (laughs) All right. There's a new movie coming out about San Francisco. Are you ready for Burner's Bippin' Blockbuster? (laughs) (laughs) Burner! Burner, proprietor of Cookies, the marijuana brand, also Cookies, the clothing brand, also 
uh, prolific sunset-born uh, rapper. Yeah, totally. He, has, he does it all. Has done it all. And I think he might be worth somewhere near a billion dollars in whatever the uh, funny marijuana money valuations you are. You better give them a billion dollars for that company, whoever <laughs> you are. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Anyways, Burner, uh, man of many talents, has decided to, to make a movie, right? Yeah. So someone came into the shop in the hate trying to sell stolen goods his shop cookies his shop cookies and i think it was just not the person that he expected yep. to be doing this sort of he thing he was surprised by this individual he was surprised and it like i think unleashed within within him a whole storyline mm-hmm. of telling a more complex story about the city's car break-in epidemic mm-hmm. it is now filming and soon we are going to get burners bippin blockbuster in a theater near you splash city <laughs> did you do you see the trailer for this no i did not oh it looks great really very dramatic okay, okay. um and i like it too that it offers no explanation for what bippin is yeah <laughs> the the trailer opens up and it's this beautiful shot and it's over the golden gate bridge and it says every 30 seconds in the bay a car is bipped he's <laughs> like that's morning that's what we're starting off with here a car is bipped one of the things that I love from this article is that he was like, San Francisco has a lot of stories and they deserve to be told. Um, and I just love that someone with the resource to do it is yeah. like, this is what we're doing. 100% agree with you. Um, Burner is a man of many talents, mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier. Excited that he's putting his uh, his thoughts and his energy towards filmmaking in this moment. Yeah. Curious to see what comes out of it. And, uh, you know, I got to... I, I, we got to get Burner on the show now. Yeah, absolutely. All right, can I hit you with another B word? Please. <clears throat> Bigger. Bigger? You know what we need to be bigger? The Bastro Borgen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the organ at the Castro Theater wasn't big enough. They said, make it bigger. Great, great. Uh, soon, when the Castro Theater reopens, I feel like we talked about this on the show when they first um, were working on this years and years ago, mm-hmm. but the Castro Theater is going to get one of the most impressive, futuristic, biggest organs that has ever graced the west coast this is so this is fantastic is this is this another planet entertainment doing something good i think this one predates another planet entertainment right um i think the jury's still out on that one that's fair investing in any of our institutions though i'm I'm not going to complain uh castro theater reopening the summer of 2025 okay all right i think the last thing that's happening there is happening like within the next week or two I think you're right. Um, no. The last night is a classic movie. Palace is on February fourth. February fourth, yes. Yeah, so you have this weekend essentially. Go, yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, but when the Castro Theater reopens, it's just going to have an incredible organ. Um, this thing looks like a stadium. Looks beautiful. It, it looks insane. So, it's. Uh, I love the quote at the end. It. Re- it's really one of the largest instruments in the whole country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we've been talking about a lot of fun things. Can I hit you with one that's a little bit, um, a little bit of a sadder note or a concerning note? How about that? Sure, okay. Uh, you love them. I love them. Oh yeah. Western Neighborhoods Project. Yep. Uh, the Hans Lenthal House, the like very famous Victorian uh, that is open for tours, and the California Pioneer Society. Mm-hmm. All three of these history organizations are struggling right now. We had a, a really big story in SF Gate about this this week. What do we do? Do you have an idea? 
So the problem is that they received funding maybe during the pandemic or during, uh, you know, government PPP time. And that funding is a couple things drying up and it's just costing money now to maintain these. Hey, hey, hey. Jesse, <laughs> just cost them more money to maintain a lot of the artifacts that they have there. So they need to raise more money and they need to do it quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some ideas that have been floated is like the consolidation of some of these organizations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that they're able to pool their resources. Good morning and otherwise be able to sustain the practices of having uh, all of the artifacts that they do while also finding a sustainable pathway forward. Mm-hmm. Can we say hello to Ghost the dog, by the way? It's <gasps> walking over this way. Oh. Can we hit Ghost? We just gotta stop and say hi. Oh, Good morning, Ghost! <laughs> Can we give Ghost some treats? Of course. Oh, Ghost, we got you. Yeah, I know Ghost has a, a great rain jacket on right now. What's a ghost's favorite rainy day activity? Um, not, not being in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> great, uh, great rainy day activity. Let's see if we can get some good ghost sounds here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. You're so close. Oh yeah. Correct us. Uh, ghost uh, is blind, deaf. Blind and deaf. Yeah. But loves treats. Oh, what a sweetheart. You got two <laughs> handfuls. I just I couldn't resist. Stay I'm dry, sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Mom. Stay dry. You got to get a treat to get away from the treats. Have a great Thursday. Oh, love ghost. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Love excellent. ghost. Uh, I think these organizations should consider consolidating. Agreed. I think that there's a, uh, I, it's going to stay difficult to stay true to their very specific and deeply niche missions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, I think that it's uh, if that's a pathway forward to keep the next generation engaged history, I say we look at what's been done over the last couple decades um, and, and move forward in a way that's sustainable, that allows for this story to be told, maybe from a larger single unity organization than a variety of small ones. Yeah, I that that is that was my thought reading this as well. Um, certainly, that's going to require putting egos aside, some difficult budget conversations, all sorts of uh, putting boards together. Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. Join a board. <laughs> Send him an email. Say you want to join the board. Can I give you like a slightly uh, more galaxy brain idea? Yeah, I'd love it. We've been talking for years about how uh, the San Francisco Museum. Oh, and the yeah. San Francisco Historical Society have kind of been floundering, right? They were talking about putting them in the old mint, and they just don't have the money for it. Mm-hmm. Do you think they could go in the old mint if we got all of these organizations in there at once? Like, make it history days, but forever. That's a great idea. Um, I really like that thought. I think the mint might be a good home for these organizations. It's large enough. It's interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty centrally located. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's city-owned. There you go. So um, that's, I hope they figure it out, but that's my that's my pitch right there. I like it. Yeah. Do you see uh, some happier news? Lagoria Bakery Oof. was in the news this week. Basically just a piece being like, they're just making the best focaccia <laughs> still. They talked about the fire that happened there in August of 2023 and how they've since reopened. Uh, and just been reopened to Blockbuster success. Everyone loves the focaccia. It's incredibly delicious. It's uh, tough to come by. You got to get there real early. Sells out every morning. Um, but the main piece of the story is like this is a small business that dealt with a challenge that is bouncing back. Yeah, yeah. And that's encouraging. And I love that sort of story. 
And the focaccia is just so good. If you're not been over there to North Beach, send a friend. Ask a friend to go in line for you. You know, the only thing that could make it better is being able to take a subway over there. Oh, Did you see this story? Hit me. Talk to me about this. This is great. Danny Sauter, friend of the program, a supervisorial candidate for District 3, uh, had the idea and an op-ed this week saying that the burnt-out building on the edge of Washington Square Park, which conveniently enough has a subway running right underneath it, or at least the tunnel for a subway, Mm -hmm. should be turned into affordable housing and a subway station. Um, how do we get this to yes? Like, I don't know. What's it going to take? This feels like a yes, though. we got to make this happen. You know what this reminded me of when I saw it? It reminded me of uh, Josh Arce's idea for a BART infill station at the 30th Street Safeway ah. on Mission Street when yeah. he was running for supervisor. I like that a lot, yeah. Does this mean that every supervisor candidate needs now to come out with a platform for a like galaxy brain transit idea that's like <laughs> just slightly outside of the realm of plausibility? I like it, and I say push for it. Make it I happen. agree. I agree. So I'm here for it. <sighs> Absolutely. Uh, a couple more hellos. Uh, hello goes out to Ira, hello. Joey, and Grayson this morning. Enjoy those action shots of Grayson staying cozy and dryish in Washington Square yesterday. We got Grayson in a cute jacket, staying dry and cozy. Uh, again, all the dogs out there, you know, stay dry, <laughs> stay cozy. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the wet weather today the best way that you can. And did you already mention the the fireplace in the Eureka Valley, the Harvey Milk Library? Oh no, I, I forgot about Paul that one. Paul Valdez, hot tip here, oh says that there's God. a sweet one there. Again, the Eureka Valley slash Harvey Milk Library. We get the retweet on that for you. And Paul says, I used to hang out in hotel lobbies quite often in my 30s. I have a funny Willie Brown story in the lobby of the same Regis, <laughs> and I adore hanging out at the Redwood Room at the Cliff House, pre- and post-remodel. Uh, Cliff Hotel. Cliff Hotel. What yeah. is it? Cliff yeah. House? Yeah. No, Cliff Hotel. <laughs> I enjoy hanging out in both those places. Uh, Paul, I once had dinner at uh, the Redwood Room. I think the only time I've ever had dinner there, and it was just on accident the same weekend as Outside Lands and the Killers were sitting at the next table over. The band? <laughs> the band. Love it. <laughs> they're, they're eating well. That they were. So uh, Speaking of eating well, if you want to help community radio and the arts in San Francisco eat well, you can become a bestie. You can go to bff.fm slash donate today and uh, contribute 10 bucks a month. Become a sustaining member, a donating member, and uh, make the arts in San Francisco thrive. Help us eat. That was a great segue. That Thank you. Ten out of ten. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, San Francisco, our guest Jesse Hader is going to be here in just one moment, and I see blue skies out there. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It's uh, it's surprising, but it is uh, yeah, just to the, uh, well, I guess it'd be just to the south, southeast and southwest of the mission. Season blue skies coming in. Mm -hmm. It's looking pretty nice out there, actually. And uh, Squeefish, good morning, also recommends the Merced Branch Library with a fireplace. Uh, look out for Sam while you're there. You guys might be there at the same time. I love it. I love it. Uh, Rollies, hanging out with Rollies, IRL. <laughs> uh, look for Sam. He'll be the one with the, what was the book? The book was... The Last Fire Season? That was my book recommendation. His was California, A History. Ooh, excellent. So, I like it. Uh, should we hop to a jam here real quick? Sure. Uh, what do you uh, what do you what do you recommend for the people? On uh, how about some Andre 3K and Nora Jones? Wow. Yeah, yeah. This is an older one. Take off your cool. It's just uh, just some old outcast for you on the Thursday morning here, broadcasting from the corner of 
16th in Valencia. We will be right back. and Nora Jones. I had not heard that song in a long while. Baby, take off your cool. <laughs> Did you see that he's playing in town? Here, what's uh, here? Uh, turn that thing on. How about now? Ooh, oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh, hello, listening audience. We saw, yeah, uh, Andre 3000, you saying he's playing in San Francisco recent, uh, soon. Soon, yeah. I yeah. saw that. I think it's at the Independent. Oh, is he just playing the flute? I don't know. I, it's sold out two nights already. Yeah, so, yeah. Which, I think he. Which again, I'm in. I'm in full support of. Yeah. Like, I'm never like, oh no, that's bad. Yeah. I'm like, cool. <laughs> cool things are happening in town. Thank goodness. Hundred percent agree with you. Uh, well, good morning, Jesse Hater. Hi. Sorry that it just came in all hot. No, that, it's community radio. Yeah. You did perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's take a sip of our beverages in front of us, and I say beverages because we got a couple coffees and a beer here. You're very on brand. Uh, yeah, you know me. Count of three, one, two, and... Hmm, okay. <sighs> okay, so what is your 8.45 a.m. beer? Uh, I'm having a Coles from Standard Deviant. It's excellent. Uh, Mr. Mark DeVito and his brethren make it for us in this beautiful neighborhood. Uh, yeah, it's refreshing as all get out. Nice. I'm trying hard not to swear until we at least really get into this, you know? Oh, the, the kids are in school. Yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, I'm not usually up this early, so I don't know what the kids are doing. 
I think they're mostly in school. We'll see some of them walk by, but uh, you know, the family-friendly program. But if you got to swear to make a point, it's okay. Yeah, maybe bang on the table a little to be extra emphatic. And you got to be emphatic <laughs> on community radio. Spilling beer, beer everywhere. You're like, it's, it's right. Oh, yeah, we're, look, we got these necklaces, yeah, what too. Yeah, think of these uh, Pucks Tommy Phil necklaces. Uh, oh, I forgot. Did he see his shadow? Tomorrow. So tomorrow, tomorrow. is Groundhog yeah, Day. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, well, he must have seen it here because the weather was uh, not terribly pleasant yesterday. It's been all over the place this morning. We got some rain. We got some uh, some blue skies. Got all of it. Yeah, all over the place is fair. Yeah, I rode my bike over and uh, luckily got a flat tire in the six blocks that I rode it. Oh so, no! You know, well, that's what I get for getting up early. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I had heard a rumor that you were going to stay up all night and then come on the show. So just the fact that this is early for you, I'm, um, I'm, I'm happy. Wow. I mean, we can we can try that next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, I do feel like I'm cheating. You know, I haven't had a beer in a couple of days, and I even slept for like six hours in a row last night. You're fresh. It, th- this is fresh for me. I'm like, woo. Off to the races. Yeah. Let's get to talking. So you might know Jesse from Enterprise Brewing. Uh, this is the brewery that you started uh, very recently when you run into someone and you're not at Enterprise and they're like, hey, what do you do here in town? How do you answer that question? <clears throat> well, hilariously, we're so fresh. Uh that it just happened to me 10 minutes ago with the, the nice kid who works here at Manny's was like, oh, where you been? I haven't seen you in a while. How's the deviant going? I'm like, they are doing great. Yeah. <laughs> and I adore that they're doing great. But I've been, you haven't seen me because I've been, you know, trapped in a dark brick-laden bar for seven <laughs> months in a row, and, which has been terribly positive, of course. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm still struggling with that answer. Only in the context of, like, I... I mean, the world may refute this, but I'm not much of a chess beater. You know? Like, I I didn't start a business to try to, like, come up in town. Mm -hmm. I started a business to, like, try to stay in town. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, And it seems like the business is going pretty well. Seven months in, how are you feeling? I feel great. Nice. Yeah, everybody's been really supportive. Uh, it's always really good to see when and if a little hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. You know, direct results, as the kids say. <laughs> the more work you do, like, the more, you know, more better, more positive, like, within reason that it gets. You get to uh, fully embrace all of your, uh, you know... The, the factor idea that you're like you don't know everything you're mm-hmm. certainly not good at everything <laughs> but then you remember too that you might have uh, gotten there because you're at least half-heartedly good at something <laughs> i think maybe a little bit more than half-heartedly good you were yeah. mentioning uh the deviant earlier so that, that's where you were prior to starting enterprise how, how did you kind of get into the the business that led you to uh owning and opening a brewery well, be, the, like the shorter answer is, is I really like this town, but I can't work for the internet. Yeah. 
<laughs> and beer beer is the thing that does it for you. Right. Well, it's one of the few things that at least it, there's still at least a, a tangible, visceral, like way that beer gets from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, there are some widgets involved, like everything else now. But in this town, which is a like blessed small town, it still matters that you get out there, you know, and that you like shake some hands and like give a proper California handshake and like, you know, kiss a baby or three. Mm-hmm. And not because you're trying to like leverage some sort of financial gain from said humans. They're just humans and you do actually like them. You know, I, <clears throat> the smallness of town, is something I really appreciate because it imbues a certain uh, social responsibility within all of us. Mm -hmm. And not only like we're in trouble social responsibility, meaning like everybody looks out for each other, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're allowed to do so. Yeah. That's what I, that's the part I've been enjoying, you know. That sounds like a, a beautiful testament to sort of community and building a thing and realizing that it's not just you, but, you know, not only are you standing on the shoulders of giants that have come before us and some of these breweries, like you mentioned, Standard Deviant, of course, but I think about Anchor. I think about you describing brewing beer, and it requires a few widgets now, but maybe didn't in the in the past, um, but it's still a, a thing that brings us together that we've been doing for as long as we've been humans, which is drinking some beer. There's something very special about that, very magical about that. And you're the latest incarnation of that journey and of that cycle. Does it feel like you're contributing to a larger narrative of beer culture in San Francisco? I'd like to hope so. I mean, just because, like, in this perverse way, town is still behind as far as beer goes. Hmm. How so? Like, for instance, like, you know, uh, many moons ago, in my early 20s, I moved to Bend, Oregon for Middle America. You know, and this was in 2006, let's say. <laughs> and, you know, I had already been, like, drinking, quote-unquote, craft beer. You, you know, like, once basically we could go to the store and buy some of it. Not that I still, like, don't really, really enjoy myself a good Hams or Lone Star or Coors mm-hmm. Cowboy. Good Modelo after a bike ride. <laughs> Love a good Modelo after a bike ride, for sure. But like uh, and like you know i'm this is low-hanging fruit because that town is its own animal you know like they're whatever now there's eighty thousand people in that town and i think they have 22 breweries wow goodness some i uh, my number could be slightly imperfect but i'm not embellishing only degrees of correctness on community radio (laughs) yeah let me check my notes here (laughs) checking my notes everyone (laughs) but um but yeah with like uh the populace that there is in this town and the fact that we have had such like a long-standing drinking culture you think that like we would you know that it would be rampant per se but it never it never caught on in the same way Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's not right or wrong it just is and as we all know there's like inhibiting factors from doing a thing like this in town. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm from middle America. So like the idea that you like homebrew in your garage with your buddies and then you like dislike your job of 20 years and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna like switch gears. Like Mm -hmm. you can do that or you could have done it, let's say. (laughs) 
you know, by that I mean 10 years ago. It's been a very, like, interesting, fast 10 years for the beer industry lately. You know, which is, like you were talking about, like, that's, like, why Anchor is in the position that they're in right now. Not because they did anything wrong or bad, but because they got gobbled up. Yeah. You know, the industry itself got too big, and so everybody who's not intimately involved got involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because then you just become a brand. I gotta ask, did you make a bid on Anchor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we came in low. You know. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah, about, probably about $99 million too low. I'm very curious to see what the result of that bidding process is. We should be finding out here pretty soon. Yeah, do you, have you been reading the tea leaves? What, what do you think? Um, well, what I know is that there's five bids in, uh-huh. like five official bids. Uh, the union is one of those five. Uh, I know they have a bid just for the dirt already for forty million dollars. That's a yeah, lot. That's a lot of money. And that's they separated the the dirt or the property, the intellectual property, and then the materials. Yeah. So the union currently, which is again within their realm of feasibility, they're just trying to buy the brand. Got it. And then they would take the brand mm-hmm. somewhere else within the Bay Area. Well, and for them, too, once you get the brand, theoretically, like, you're going to get to buy the equipment, too, for a honey of a deal. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's, like, nobody else, like, would want that. Y- you know, it's only use- really usable within the context of what you do for Anchor. So. Mm-hmm. Package deal. They should just give it to them. Come on. I agree. You made a great steam beer earlier this year, or Thank I you. guess it was last year, later last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk, what was that? Talk to us about the process and what you were trying to do and, and how you, how it, it, other than delicious, how did it turn out? We drank it at the Guac Off. It was incredible. It was great. It's a hit. Uh, yeah. We made a, <clears throat> for the, the union had a, a funding effort, of course, because those are just working humans and uh, as far as I know none of them have a money gun unfortunately uh, so earlier in the year we made a, I guess you would call it a tribute beer uh, we made it with the union they came over you know brewed some beer which was fun because you know some of them never brewed like on a production basis mm-hmm. they just worked within you know the spectrums of, of anchor as it as it sits so but like a lot of them brew at home so you know our the scale at which we make beers you know let's say one tenth of the scale at which anchor makes so it's in that in-between zone between like making it in your garage and making it at, at the lord god over in Prochero hill <laughs> <laughs> so that was a really fun day uh, basically, what we made was it was a 1910 recipe of a California common. Huh. Mm. Cool. Yeah, there was um, uh, the grain bill called for a lot of corn because in that era of life, uh, the beer for the workers, you of course want to have the cheapest ingredients. Mm-hmm. And corn was cheaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it tracks with everything else. Sure. Like it's the same as whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I was talking to a gentleman last night. He's like, oh the the, like the best like you know homemade moonshine I ever had tasted a lot like corn I'm like well that's how it's supposed to taste <laughs> that is correct you know <laughs> sounds like you had some good uh, moonshine yeah I mean I'm you know <clears throat> I'm from Kentucky so it's uh, it's been a thing that's not far from my lips at any moment 
<laughs> Speaking of lips. 25 years of my life. Let's take another sip here. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Love Cheers. it. San Francisco. So you've traveled around the world. Yeah, you started in Kentucky. You mentioned Bend, and now here in San Francisco. What are some other places around the U.S. or beyond that you think have good beer cultures? Whether that means production, good beer drinking cultures, just an appreciation. Um, the North, of course. You know, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Minnesota, upstate New York, Vermont, and it. I mean, it tracks. It's just like any other district in this country. It's like, what do you do when it's cold? Yeah. You go and sit inside with your friends, you know. So it's interesting because, again, like, this will never be like a beer town. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be any sort of specific town, of course. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're all just like... I, we, we're just trying to be part of, like, the fun potion of town. Mm. Like, that's our real goal. Yeah. Is to, like, provide an outlet for fun selfishly for ourselves and for our current friends and for our future friends. Yeah. Uh, this brings up a question I was going to ask you. You're saying how we're, as a town, a bit behind on the beer culture front. Uh, what do you see Enterprise kind of bringing to that? Are you going to take the town further back, a little more historical sort of beers? Are you trying to bring us into the future? Uh, where, where do you kind of see yourself on that spectrum? We're definitely leaning towards the past. Hmm. You know, we, like, we're not going to chase trends. We don't make a lot of fuzzy beer. <laughs> fuzzy beer? Yeah. <laughs> Love that expression. <laughs> what kind of beer do you describe? What do what beers do you make? How do you describe those beers? Uh, stylistically correct beers from mostly, you know, let's say the west coast of America from 1984. And then, you know, British and German beers. You know, we do uh, like a traditional, like, you know, real light American lager. Because, like, why not? Every beer that you're like, dad and grandpa drank wasn't bad for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that, our Pilsner is our best selling, like, beer out into the world. Mm-hmm. We're starting to, like, really move some beer out into the world with the new year, which has been fun and exciting. Love it. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's been great to, like, go out to some establishments and, like, see your beer on draft there. And, yeah to get positive results from like people that you're not like certainly fishing for said positive results yeah. you're just existing within the same space as they are mm-hmm. or you just keep running into people in town like in repetition uh for instance uh i was up on divisadero last week um just trying to move a little beer and i was at the fly bar and i'm in there you know doing my due diligence and it's like four in the afternoon and who happens to be there but the lord god tom tierney with his lady friend (laughs) from from the from the legendary establishment pops bar and yeah he's just like having an afternoon cheeky like with his lady and he just like turns to the guy scott i believe is the owner owns the bar and me and my buddy and he's like He's like, oh, you should definitely buy some beer from that idiot. His beer is good. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, that's the stuff you can't pay for. Yeah. Like, absolutely. that was literally happenstance that I happened to drop beer off at Pops. Mm -hmm. 
an yep. hour and a half yep. before that. Yeah. And then because we all actually exist within town, like yeah. we actually do exist, mm-hmm. then you run into your homie. Yep. You know, not one and a half hours later, who is again accidentally becomes your biggest advocate. <laughs> oh, and absolutely. not just because you like sell a lot of beer at his bar, but because. You know, I've been going to that bar for 10 years and like, thank mm-hmm. you, Tom, for putting my beer on at your bar. And, Love it. You know, if you're uh, just tuning in with us, we're here with Jesse Hader from Enterprise Brewing. Uh, we're drinking a little beer, but a little coffee. We're drinking coffees. <laughs> we got some beer here on the table as well. Somebody uh, around there has to be a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, where should we be going in and requesting Enterprise beer? Yeah. And yeah. then when they say they don't have it, like sort of acting like, well, like you don't like the Think you have to go change the keg? You mean? <laughs> Where should we be going in? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, because uh, Luke Spray and I have talked about this. Uh, we're working on getting more out into the avenues. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excellent! Just because, uh, like, because it's the greatest neighborhood in America, is what the New York <laughs> Times said. The outer, the inner Richmond. I did read that. Yeah, I hear this Clement Street is nice. It's I hear it's, it's I hear true. lots of loose grapes around there. Yeah. Oh. Good place to good place to roll around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll try in the avenues. Yeah, uh, because like my logistics brain, which is where I started in this, like, is like oh just cram beer in every bar in the mission because like yeah. that's your neighborhood, that's where mm-hmm. you know everybody. Not that we don't have beer at Elixir and Kilowatt, which is... <laughs> we should get some here at Manny's, though. This is a standard deviant bar, it looks like. I Yeah, we were just talking about... I'll have to talk to Mark DeVito about that. <laughs> I think... I, I try to not put my hand in his cookie jar, but I think this is maybe the exception. <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of him the other day. Uh, newer than us, there's a little microbrewery up in the Castro now at mm. the Copper Kettle and Kitchen, I believe. Huh. Copper Bar and Microbrewery. It's right near, um, it's on 18th, like uh, basically kind of like right next to where the Starbucks was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like a little, my buddy who I've actually known again, like the whole time I lived in town, he worked for the marathon a long time ago and mm-hmm. I did some like seasonal work for them. So I've, I've, I've even had Thanksgiving with this human, mm-hmm. you know, Excellent. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and it, it's like reverse funny too. Cause he called me like a month or like two months ago and he's like, Oh, Hater, I have some like beer questions for you and i was like why i was like you should talk to somebody who just like knows what they're doing like not me yeah i think you know what you're doing though i think you're a professional in this area for what it's worth who's uh who, you. who all it, is on your team by the way like who's is it just you or are you the one brewing the beer tending the bar uh i i have a, a legendary brewer mr cameron mcdonald he's cool. uh been making beer like uh, on a on a professional basis for damn near 15 years now, many long resume. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started like at Hangar 23 down in Redlands when he was 23 years old. You know, mm-hmm. working on the canning line, like you know, didn't been like, in the game. Yeah, uh, and then he's worked at like I said, uh, Hangar, uh, Gordon Beersh. Fort Point, which is where he and I met. We were like employee three and four <laughs> cool. at Fort Point. And then we uh, both uh, made a polite exodus from that company at various phases. 
<laughs> it happens. Yeah. Oh, it, it was for the best on both sides. You know, our uh, our mission statements don't align too good. Got to okay, have that. Okay. That's got to line up, though, mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Got to be on the same page. We were talking about this earlier with uh, history groups consolidating. Yeah. And uh, if you're going to if if you're gonna do something, you got to line up with the mission. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life's too short. You know, people... Unfortunately, you know, people seem to get so caught up in the the idea that not I mean money is a necessary evil, but it's also such a limiting factor for some folk. Mm-hmm. You know, like ri- like we as humans have become so risk averse. Mm-hmm. You know, and or you're like scared of some social moray. Like if you fail, then like you've failed in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I obviously have never believed that. <laughs> Oh, all right. I, I thought that was going on. My, my bad. I mean, uh, I can keep rambling for sure. No, Jesse, um, so what time should people, what, what are your hours of operation? What's the, what, when do you open and when would you recommend somebody come on in, grab a seat, sort of settle in for a couple of hours and enjoy, enjoy a bit of time at Enterprise? Uh, we're currently open Wednesday through Sunday. The hours are uh, updated on the internet. I have had to learn how to use that a little bit. Not too much, though. <laughs> Thank goodness. tubes. Yeah. Uh, one of my other really good friends uh, is much more of a technological wizard than I, and he takes care of all those things. Nice, nice. Or I find myself telling people things, like in real life, and they're like, no, I know about that. And I'm like, why? They're like, we have the internet. <laughs> they're like, that's been on the social media for two days. I was like, oh. Well, I don't know. I don't have to look at that. So, <laughs> great thing. What, what events? What, what do you have coming up that you're excited about? As we're now in February, <clears throat> and uh, we're done. We're done with dry martini January. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm glad. We've actually seen a nice push. Uh, like that first week of January was really slow, but everybody was still on holiday. Yeah. yeah definitely. But like, it's picked up, and we hope to like this week isn't helping of course yeah the rain yeah but um but yeah it it, it's starting to feel like we're like gaining some momentum you know like i said i've been selling beer out we've picked up uh a dozen new accounts since the first of the year nice anywhere you're excited about particularly um well let's see pops is a new one this year uh mission bowling club uh, we got on at Outerlands. Yeah. Oh, great. Where, where in Soma should I be drinking some beer? At the shop. Period. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, weirdly, I'm still trudging my way through, like, that section of market in Soma. <laughs> Nobody, but the Lark is probably going to pick us up pretty soon. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Bloodhound, rest in peace. Rest in peace, mm. Bloodhound. Yeah. yeah. Was going to was gonna put us on, and then... You know that fizzled out. You gonna put it on at the, the stud? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I'm like primed <laughs> for some stud beers for sure. I I am so pumped that the stud is coming back. Yeah, yeah. For Very like soon. selfishly, I'm just like yes. Yeah. And it's just an alleyway walk away from your shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I can't wait to go in there and hum like 20 loggers and like <laughs> see a bunch of like scantily clad human beings like running around buck wild on a friday night <laughs> sounds like a party yeah i hope to be there oh goodness 
Um, yeah, what's I guess we've sort of spoken about some of the inspiration for some of the beer brewing. In the future, what's imagine you wave a magic wand and here we are, and we're three, four, five years down the road. What's a big idea or a big thought that you have for something that right now might not be possible, but if you could wave a magic wand, it happens. <clears throat> well, there's two thought concepts of uh, the future, as the kids say. Uh, at a very poignant accidental thing said to me the other week where one of the regulars who's a hell of a nice guy lives in the neighborhood Tehama Street mm-hmm. <clears throat> he was we were talking about how like <clears throat> beer in general for a long time has had this like perpetual expansionist principle mm. you know more 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 bigger bigger yeah. bigger like cans 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 low margin low margin low margin you know uh, higher fire, higher fire. <laughs> circle, circle, circle. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's certainly not uh, like in any way, uh, you know, where we're trying to be as not only business humans, but like regular humans, whatever the difference is between those two <laughs> things, you know. Uh, but he, like I said, he made the point where he was like, Hater, I think, I think that like your brewery should be run like a restaurant. And what he meant by that is like, the best example I was thinking about on the way over this morning was like like a Zuni. Mm-hmm. Like, we, I, well, I, let me speak for myself. I don't want or need there to be five Zunis or ten Zunis. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, totally. I'm not like, oh, we, I can't go see Luke Spray in the Richmond district because there's not a Zuni out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I go out there. To what see. a great reason to not see someone, though. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm so sorry I can't yeah. see you. There's no There's chicken. No roasted chicken out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your chicken quota is low. <laughs> Fried? I'm not interested in that. Yeah. So, you know, my point is like basically like our goal is to get to a level of stasis, and then you see what's next. Mm-hmm. I like I we don't want to pre- try to predict the future or say that like we know what's happening next. I have no mm-hmm. idea what's going to happen next. Yeah, <clears throat> I just want to like i said ride the wave and be part of it whatever that means you know and so the point is is like all we really want to do is like do really good at one thing mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. if we can do really well at one thing then other things are going to open their doors yeah you know totally. but we ha- like i said initially we have no i don't want to like open five more breweries i'm not like trying to go to la or portland or mm-hmm. And to me, that's uh, that's comforting because those places already now have all the things. Yeah. yeah. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like to go to those places and go to their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, same as like, I want folk to come here and come to our thing. I love Not it. mine personally, but our thing. Whatever, like, you know, tickles their fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just like come to town and do the thing. Similar to the ethos of a bar that I love in the East Bay, the Hotsi Totsi Club. Mm-hmm. Hotsi Totsi is like, we don't want to exist in San Francisco. We don't want to exist in Berkeley. We just want to be in this one building. And we want this building to be exactly what it is. Um, and you're right. That's the thing that is oftentimes lost in the world of bigger, faster, more, expand, take on debt, whatever. Uh, and it, it, you lose the depth when you go so broad, I feel like. Yeah. And all, like, all I, we are trying to do, too, is, like... <clears throat> Like, A, we just bought ourselves a job, which is amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. But 
we want to make sure, like, moving forward, that anybody that works with us, like, can live in town, too. <laughs> like, I want everybody to, like, be able to go have a nice dinner with their partner. And, like, I want everybody to, like, yeah. go to whatever their Mexico is for one week or one month every year. <laughs> because that experience makes us whole. Mm -hmm. You know, it gives us something to talk about in town. It gives us, uh, you know, for lack of a more hyperfluid term, inspiration to come back. Yeah. You know, you bring back other things and and your mind is free when you're like out in the world, you know. So you're more receptive to the good and you just bring that good back and then we run with it. Jesse, you want to be our mayor here in town? <laughs> I love this idea. This is fantastic. I mean, if I didn't have such a beautiful rap sheet, I'd love to run for political <laughs> office. I was talking to my lawyer about that one day. He just got a good chuckle. I'm like, well, you need some more practice to be a good lawyer then. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, we won't take a hard left here, but it doesn't seem like the rules apply too much anymore. So it's true. I, I think my like, you know, low level misdemeanors from my being a teenager would probably wash right off. <laughs> I think you'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we're here with Jesse Hader, uh, owner, operator, beer enthusiast, and Enterprise Brewing. Uh, go get, what's the address again? I know you're by the stud, but it's... Uh, 1150 Howard Street, uh, between 7th and 8th on Howard. We're in the old cellar maker spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, oh, let me just take a quick moment to pay homage to those fellas. Like, yeah. 10 years of, like, good job in town. And, you know, and again, like... You know, he talked about like the future, like the future for them. They didn't know mm -hmm. they like they didn't move to the East Bay because they're like mad at town. Mm -hmm. Like they were a product of their own success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They needed the space. Yeah, totally. They had to have the space. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they were renting another they were renting another spot two doors down from the brewery. You know what I mean? To make it work. Mm -hmm. But that. And I don't mean this in a disparaging way. They know this too. That wasn't the right thing. Yeah. That was a band-aid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, they finally, like I said, have gotten to like their new level of stasis. Yeah. Which for them is, you know, big brewery. Yeah. You know, in the I mean, and to keep rambling on that, it's it's awesome <clears throat> like you know, and like Oakland is part of town. Or at least for me, like in my whole entire experience here, like Oakland has been part of my, you know, existence circle, mm -hmm. social circle. You know, like when the Jim Woods was downtown over there, I used to go there more than any Jim Woods over here. <laughs> and not because I dislike the ones here or that like I'm not brethren with Jim. It's because that was a great spot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's right by the bar. Everybody from here can meet easily. All your Oakland homies can meet there easily. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, it's just, it was just the spot, you know? So my point is I'm glad that, like, the Jack London is popping off. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that, like, with it, like, uh, to use that old cliche term, it organically became what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, city planning has something to do with it, but they didn't sit down 10 years ago and like, oh, we're going to make Jack London the new Bay Area brew mecca. <laughs> it just happened. Mm -hmm. Like all good things that happen. It's like, oh, we have some cool old buildings. Yeah. Oh, the transit goes here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, who knew? What are the spots here in your mind for that right now that are like just the spot to go to? They're, they're close to transit. They're, uh, they got a good feel to them. Like, wh where are you going aside from your own establishment? 
Uh, the downtown bars are really coming up right now. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Harlan Records is a, like, for instance, we're doing a beer week. I was going to mention the yeah, beer week beer early. Week's coming up. Yeah. Beer week's coming up. We could take a side quick tangent, I guess. Beer week's coming up. Um, second week of February. We made three beers for it, especially. Uh, we have a collaboration with the Rise Up Bakery, which is one of our neighbors. Oh. If you guys don't know about the Rise Up Bakery, Say please. everything about this collaboration. We, we love them. We love yeah. We had Z on the program before. We eat Rise Up when we see it. Yeah. No, he is a legend. Like, I'm like I'm blessed to just be associated with that gentleman. Like, in his presence, I feel like, like a a better human, and b that I need to do better. <laughs> so, what's the collaboration that you got going on with him? Oh, uh, we did a stout with him. Ooh, nice. Uh, we threw some bread like into the beer when we were making Whoa. it. He's gonna make a special bread for it. Cool. Like where you know he has the ube loaf. When you open it up, it's purple in the ube middle. Loaf. Yeah. He's gonna make one like that, but it'll be black in the middle. <gasps> you open it up and stout pours and stout out. Stout pours <laughs> out. Yeah. And um, just because we can, we're gonna put that on both CO2 and nitro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we can. What's yeah. the difference between a CO2 beer and a nitro beer? It's the gas that pushes it. So, like yeah. a nitro beer, for instance, would be like a Guinness, mm -hmm. like a Guinness beer. Yeah. Uh, the, just the gas mixture is different. Usually, like you do it with dark beers, or because it gives it like a creamier existence. Yeah. Ooh, excited mm -hmm. to try that. Yeah. We made a beer with them. Uh, we made a Pilsner with our buddy over at the Berkeley Yeast Company. Uh, Pilsner is like, I guess you would say, house beer for us. So mm -hmm. it was nice to uh, make a different thing, but not make some, you know, ridiculous double, triple peanut butter chocolate, <laughs> you know, dirt to dirt. Like marshmallow grasshopper yeah. pie. Yeah. Beer. That See, actually like sounds that. delicious. You I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to the two of you. See, yeah, not, not me, not our, not What's our, the most uh, bonkers beer you've had recently? That I have had? Or that you've heard of? Floating around the beer circles of San Francisco. Oh. The, the, you wouldn't believe this one. Exactly. I saw, like, uh, what was it? It was, like, a hazy, sour pineapple something. <laughs> I was, like it. I just, Over I mean, that was the last one that, like, made my, like, brow furrow, and I took a photo, like, for <laughs> Cam, the brewer that works with me, and Paul Duwachek, who brews at the Deviant, and sent it to them. I'm like, future collaborations? <laughs> and we all just laugh. Because, like, that's, like, it's fine that, yeah. like, yeah. If, if that makes you and or your staff excited, and mm -hmm. if, if you can sell it, good job. Or if you just want to make it and have ten cups and dump it down the drain, like, <laughs> yeah, that's your... What's the smallest amount of beer you could make? Could you do a 10-cup beer, a 10-pint beer? I mean, the smallest anybody usually does is, like, five gallons at a time. Mm. Like, that's kind of a normal, like, homebrew batch of beer. Also, like, a small keg is a little over five gallons. Mm. So, that you know, it, it correlates. It fits in your kegerator, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then the, la the last beer we made for Beer Week is called a Kuhl beer. Cool. Yeah, what it's a Danish that? beer. Interesting. Uh, and the 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 non-normative thing about it is that the grain bill is fifty percent oats, oh. which is an insane amount of oats, especially wow. because I believe it's like a blonde ale. <laughs> so it's not some dark heavy beer. Yeah. It, it's a it's a Dutch beer, and we use Belgian yeast to give it a little giddy up, <laughs> and we made it with uh, Kim Sturtevant. 
who, if anybody knows, is, in my humble opinion, like the best brewer in town. Whoa, Ooh. say more on that. Uh, well, he's he started out, as far as I know, working with Arnie, who is uh, the Marin Bruco gentleman. Arnie's mm-hmm. like, you know, like mm-hmm. Tim from Cellar Maker worked for him. You know, like... Yeah. Every, not ev- yeah, not everybody in town, but many people in town who have become successes on their own right started with Arnie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a really delightful human being. Um, his lady is a peach. She just like retired from the church key up in North Beach because mm-hmm. Otherwise is taken over. Yeah. That's another success story. Otherwise just started um, contract brewing and, you know, made their way. And then because... I'm blanking on uh, the lady's name who owns that place, but because she had worked at the church key so long, it just worked out. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the baton got passed in a really positive way. Is otherwise nice. the gluten-free beer company? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. They're one of them. There's them and there's Buckwild, huh. which is also over in the East Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Anyway, that's how we got into like making the style of beer yeah. such as that. And because uh, we, as often as we can, we use the Admiral Malt over in Alameda Island. Love Admiral. So good. Uh, and before Kim uh, retired from Pacifica Brewing, uh, Dave over there wanted him to make this beer because they started doing oats. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, who in town <laughs> can make this beer that nobody's ever heard of and make it good? And, you know, and Kim's the guy. So it was it was really kind of him to come over and make some beer. And like it's like it's like watching somebody's like brain work on the outside. It's cool. like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you can see this, like the synapse firing like yeah. all the time. He like uses words that I've never heard of. <laughs> I just like smile and nod politely. I'm just like, hello, oh everyone. yeah, that sounds good. Good morning. Yeah. Morning. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Good morning. <laughs> Wait, where is he brewing beer at normally? He's like semi-retired right now, but uh, he got real... Uh, uh, of his own accord, big and famous, he was brewing over at the Social Kitchen in the Inner Sunset. Oh, gotcha! He won like five medals at the Great American. Wow! Wow! He invented. I had no idea. He invented the Brute IPA. T I L. Yeah. So he's like, he's that guy. Gotcha. Pro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of pros, I hear you have Alan Huff doing programming for you now. Is that correct? <gasps> yeah, Alan. Huh, is my leisure coordinator. Mr. Mission Mission? Yeah, he's doing a heck of a job. Leisure heck. coordinator? Yeah, leisure coordinator. Absolutely what a great incredible. title. Yeah. 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 Well, that's... Okay, okay. All right, calm down, calm yeah. down. No, no you're not supposed year. to do no that. Oh. You can't do that. Oh, gosh. So I saw someone driving right down the bike lane before you got here this yeah. morning. Just right down the middle of it as yeah. well. It's, it's crazy just, down this here. This thing's working really well. All right, well. so back to leisure coordinator, Alan Huff. The other day when there was a protest, somebody was driving the wrong way down the bike lane on Howard Street <laughs> in their automobile. Not okay. Not okay. Is it okay for me to ride the wrong way on my bike just to go by your establishment? Because I've done, I've done that before. Uh, yeah. Said, yes. I've done that. The bike lane is wide enough, and I've also come down 8th and, you know, taken that sin left and rode half of a block. <laughs> uh, 
down to my 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 front door. Yeah. Uh, yeah, back to Alan. Alan is a living legend, as we all know. Yes. Uh, I am blessed enough to be real world friends with him, which is wonderful. It's always, I guess, again, like that's the reason why you do a thing like this too. Like you provide the outlet for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why do this if not? It's a you fun know, town, man. All if all if people just want to complain about how there's like art is dead in this town and rock and roll is dead, it's like we'll provide a space for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Great segue into becoming a bestie. Yeah. If you donate ten dollars a month to BFF.fm, you can become a bestie and support the arts in San Francisco. Be part of the narrative. I love it. Sequoia's here really on the segues today. Just like Trying, really hitting all the notes. Trying. True professional. True. Uh, no no no. Top seated amateur. <laughs> Even better. Not a professional. It's like you work real hard and don't get paid. Amateur. Yeah, it's about right. It's yeah. about right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jesse, it's been such a joy having you come on in and chat with us about Enterprise, about brewing. I, I love the notes that you mentioned earlier about sort of continuing the history of San Francisco's brewing culture and paying respect to beers that came decades before and and uh, and helping, helping create that space for people to yeah, yeah. experiment, to collaborate, to grow, to learn, and to have a few beers. Yeah, and just to you know, moderately circle back. Uh, Alan is doing a hell of a job of providing entertainment. Uh, every night, I think, during Beer Week, we're going to have people spinning records at work. Love it. Uh, yeah. We've had two art shows up uh, thus far. Uh, every other month, we're going to have a uh, like a new art, like a new person showing art at the brewery. And again, not we're not trying to become the art brewery. I don't even know what that would even mean. I don't want to know what that would even mean. It, like even saying it like amplified. I'm trying to think of a good portman too but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah but no like I said it's just again it's just like we were lucky enough to have been involved in town for you know myself over a decade now mm-hmm. so why would you not like I want to be the thing not the thing I want to be a thing where people go and do fun shit mm-hmm. totally sorry yeah kids do are in fun. school yep. you can say it yeah you know what I mean like that absolutely like on like the most basic level that is our goal mm-hmm. you know what i mean just totally. to be the thing a thing in town in which people know that like every time you come there it's going to be pleasant mm-hmm. you know head on over to howard street wednesday to sunday please uh show up drink a beer can folks get a cake to go you got a big party you know i got a friend that's hosting a party <laughs> with 50 people tomorrow in, in in support of Groundhog Day. Yeah, come on by. A, could they get a keg of beer from you for that? Yeah, my buddy just had a housewarming party last Saturday. He got two kegs of beer from us, and apparently the party went pretty well. Nice. Who knew? It's because of the beer, I'm sure. Who knew? Everybody knew, man. Your beer's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Let's, it really is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, we're coming up towards the end of the program now. we got about, I guess it would be 105 seconds left. So let's give you the final words for San Franciscans everywhere. People are, they're heading into their Thursdays. Look, we can look out here on the corner of 16th and Valencia and see people jump into the bus or walk into BART or taking bikes north and south. What's the final word for San Franciscans everywhere on this Thursday? Leave the house. Like, fun doesn't happen on your couch. <laughs> Like, get yourself out there. Like, support something. I, I'm not even telling you that it has to be, like, based on uh, beer or rock and roll. Just whatever you like, you know. Like, people always ask me, 
maybe when they're uh you know in a in a race a relationship gap like how do you meet somebody and i'm like well you're not gonna like the answer because it's too simple i'm like you leave the house <laughs> you just leave the house and something always happens and the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad, so I had one more for dessert. Then I fumbled in my closet, threw my clothes and found my cleanest dirty shirt. Then I washed my face and combed my hair and stumbled down the stairs to meet the day. I'd smoked my mind the night before With cigarettes and songs I'd been picking 